welcome back to the next episode of Off the Reels. We hope you've enjoyed your weekend, your fun that's been going on, and everything else in the entertainment new world. I'm Casey Franklin once again, followed by Jonathan Evans and and uh, Eric Weinberger. Good to be back, Casey. I'm, I'm glad to have you back. I'm glad to have you both back. It's been it's been a little bit of a weird news cycle this week, um, but it's going to be cool. And um, we do have a wonderful email. Finally, someone has emailed in to us. So we're going to have a question. So it's going to be great. It's going to so, be great. Uh, everyone, you know, anything weird going on? Um, has aliens abducted anyone this week? We all been doing good? No aliens my end. No, that's good. Yet. No abductions, so we're fine. Yeah. Well, that's good. Chat GPT destroyed your world, um, John. No, not yet. That's good. Um, Eric, has there been any like weird protest in DC right now that you've been avoiding or going to? Either way. No, not that I've majorly heard of. I think there was some protests around the uh the Tyree uh, murder, and you know, not to bring it down, but we were one of the major cities mentioned uh during those protests. So if anyone was uh you know, going backwards in our catalog here, they'll they'll know where this episode falls. Yeah, and they uh, I think what we need to do is we need to somehow find a protest that lines up with genre news, so it becomes yeah. a little bit easier. But <laughs> yeah, maybe it's not get, as it's not as fun. Huh? We, well, we might get yeah. there with with all the crazy shit that's happening. Like, I mean, it's, it's oh, weird. who yeah. knows what someone's gonna ban next? We already have the damn bans on M and M's and. We had the uproar over Rudy the Root Beer Bear and his pants. Eminem got to... canceled. Eminem's got canceled. The, well, the, the spokes candies. The spokes. Yes, candies. the spokes yes. candies got canceled. Right, but <laughs> and, and, and Matt Gates Maya I think still, Matt Gates is still going off about like um video games at times, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Or or who's that guy? Is it no, is it, it the other guy from I, Oklahoma or whatever his name is? Well, that's actually, always their boogeyman. It's always yeah. video games. It's never anything else. Well, it changed this week. I don't know if you guys noticed this in the news. Mm-mm. Fox News went after Xbox this week. We're getting a little bit into the news, uh, but it's okay. Yep, Fox yep. News went after Xbox because Xbox pushed out an update that lets you power cycle better to be more green. And it caused <laughs> Fox News to go crazy being like, oh my God, they're coming after your children to teach them to be climate warriors. How dare they? Where, and then they're like, aren't video games supposed to be for kids? Just let kids be kids and play their video games. Fuck off, Fox News. I'm sorry. <laughs> there goes our explicit rating. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's one of those weeks. It's, it's I, happening. I'd like yeah. to I'd like to know that the because I, I hear that the main issue, basically, the main difference of this mode, if you will, a mm-hmm. it's just a mode. So it's just right. switching what the default mode is. You can still switch it back to the, yeah. the old version. So Absolutely. the old version, as I understand it, was sleep mode. And this mm-hmm. is a different, more energy conserving mode, I guess. Correct. Um, and as I've heard it, all we're really doing is essentially Going into a, a deeper sleep, if you mm-hmm. will, in terms of power usage. Yep. And then it takes 15 seconds instead of like, what, the three or five yep. that it takes now mm-hmm. uh, to, to load up from that that deep sleep. Um, and so I, I am very curious to meet the children or the adults. You know, it's not yep. me because I, I turn on that Xbox and that's like the start of like a 30 minute process to start playing for me. Like I got to go to the bathroom, then I got to go get another soda, probably, you know, like all those things have to happen. Right. So, like, I'm I'm curious to know who's who's really impacted by that 10 seconds. 
I would like nobody to as well. <laughs> nobody is. Look, it's what John Stewart said on in his podcast. I was listening to. He said there is no truce in the culture war. Mm-hmm. Got to keep it up. Got to keep it stoked. Got to keep it rolling. And they yep. will go after the dumbest of dumb stuff. Yes, they will. Yes, they will. Uh, and so, continuing on on the news, let's get into some U.S. Geekly and talk about some of the headlines and the topics for the week. Now, I'm not gonna. I won't always be this big, as you know. Like I like to fluctuate at bigger and small amount of stuff. But there was enough stuff this week that I thought it was kind of cool. So I'm going to start off with um, the trailers. Two of the big trailers that dropped this week. We had the Harley trailer. Um, I hope that you've seen it, Eric. I hope you used a you know a paper towel. Uh, I think it's, it's an exciting multiples, trailer. Multiples, whole roll. Uh, I love, I love the. I hope you use the soft tissue and not the rough stuff, man. <laughs> no, man, Viva all the way. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing of the trailer, outside of Etrigan the Demon, be like roses are red, violets are blue. I bet you want a bigger penis. Uh, is at the end when. Poison Ivy's pissed at Harley, and Harley's like, you cannot be mad at me for getting you off too well. And Poison Ivy's just like, fuck, you got a point there. Um, I mean, is it is it that explicit where they're talking about sex? Or, like, did she, like, get her off from, like, a case, like she turned into a lawyer or some shit? <laughs> no, they, she went down on her, and magic happened, and everyone in the world, you know, Tony, decided to have sex. There's actually behind them during the conversation. If you notice in the trailer, there is a dog having sex with a cat. Hey, man. Opposites attract. Yeah, opposites attract. Uh, (laughs) So that is for the special. They're doing a special Valentine's Day um, episode that'll air on HBO Max, assuming Zasloff doesn't cancel it and make it disappear. But hey, it's, uh, it's there. The other trailer that happened this week was Shazam 2. And I don't know if you guys got a chance to see the Shazam 2 trailer. It, is it a new trailer from what they released? I did. Because I've seen a trailer like a month ago or so at least. This is a brand new one that dropped, mm, I think, two no, I days ago. I didn't see that one. Um, it looks good. It's continuing on. Um, looks like some dark shit's going to happen. The um, one I saw like a month ago looked good. Yeah, this one. This one's a lot more Helen Mirren. And um, um, it shows us... Ray- Rachel Zagler, is that her name? Ziegler? Um, I can't remember her name. Uh, she's in West Side Story. It's Maria from West Side Story. Uh, Rachel, we actually get to see her. Speaking speaking of Rachel, she loved it. Mine, Rachel, mine did. My, my Rachel. Yeah, your, loved, your Rachel. Okay. Your Ra- Rachel. Right. Your Rachel, Rachel loved what? <laughs> Shazam. The first, oh, the first oh, one. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was like, she saw Shazam 2 already. How the hell did that happen? <laughs> Why have I not seen Shazam 2? She's an actor, uh, man. She, she gets all those advanced screenings. Damn actors. All right, so let's get some other um, little tidbits. Um, so Thunderbolts. There's a Thunderbolts movie. We all know this Thunderbolts movie. Um, it's added a new actor or actress, I'm sorry, um, from The Bear. Um, I unfortunately cannot pronounce her name. Um, Ayo? Ayo? I'm not going to try to pronounce her last name. I, I feel horrible even bringing up, attempting to pronounce it. Um, but anyway, she was, I believe, because I haven't seen The Bear, I believe she was the main female um, in the bear. She is joining Thunderbolts in a secret role. So I have no mm. idea who she'd play, but I'm really hoping it is um, Screaming Mimi's character. Um, now I can't remember what she's called. In, uh, John, what's she called? What was Screaming Mimi in Thunderbolts? Um, Wasn't that Songbird or whatever? Bird, thank you. 
I'm hoping yeah. she's Songbird. Um, I love Songbird, and so I hope they bring her in there. So that's uh, mm -hmm. that was some fun geeky news. Um, sad news for the geek world: Doom Patrol and Titans is ending. Um, oh yeah, fourth season. Yep. Um, James Gunn said this is not his doing. This was made before he came on. Um, but uh, yeah, sad day. Got to play that heat, man. Yeah. Any news on Peacemaker? Peacemaker is supposed to be coming back for season two. Nice. Um, so we do have that. And also, when James Gunn posts the photo of his cat, don't email or don't respond to his Twitter or Instagram being like, hey, man, stop showing your fucking cat and bring back Cavill as Superman. Cavill's the best Superman ever. Because James, James Gunn will respond back with something equivalent to, I don't know, Hey man, if you're so irate, maybe you should learn to spell his name correctly. <laughs> so, uh, James Gunn don't James Gunn don't play. Uh, James Gunn so, doesn't. Uh, other weird shit. Um, did you either of you? This might apply to Eric. Rick and Morty. Did you see the news with Rick and Morty? I am actually like a couple seasons behind. I think on it at this point, so I need to get back to it. Well, that's already next... becoming that's already becoming a culture war issue with Tucker Carlson. Oh, what, the, new, sure. no. the new Rick and Morty? What? They have a new voice. Justin Rowland has been fired from Cartoon Network. That's kind of what happens when you get um, arrested for, I believe, domestic abuse. Oh, yeah, that, that could do it. Yeah, I'm yeah, pulling up the article to make sure it's domestic abuse, but I'm fairly confident that's what it was. No, that's um, what I remember it being, too. Yeah. Um, they've cut, it's already they've, being turned into a, It's already being turned into a culture war fight. Yeah, they have really? severed. They fully severed ties over Roland, and um, they will find someone else to voice the actors or the, voice mm. the characters. So, uh, yep, domestic battery. That's what it was. Uh, one count of domestic battery. So, uh, yeah, you're gonna have a different Rick and Morty next time you watch it. Um, going back, I probably should have put these in a better order where all the Marvels together. Um, but let's uh, let's go and do this one. We know Jeremy Renner was injured, um, broke a lot of bones when that plow rolled over him. 30 bones, actually 30 plus bones broken. Jesus. Yeah. Ouch. He, we found out more of what's happened. He got out. He towed his nephew, I believe it was his nephew's car. Um, he was talking to his nephew. The plow started moving again and it was going to hit the nephew like run over the nephew. So he jumped up on it to get in to stop it from moving. But to get into it, you have to get on the treads. So as soon as he got on it, treads caught him and went over him. So, yeah. Uh, yeah I believe it'd be alive. Yeah, yeah. I believe it was a seven ton plow. And what I heard was the reason, the main reason he's alive, other than someone was there to call for help immediately. Yeah. Um, the main reason he was alive is because there was snow on the ground. And so when it went over him, there was something to push him into instead of just being ground. Mm. So, wow. Yeah. So uh, we uh, we are lucky to have Mr. Renner and I wish him the best and speediest of recoveries because he yes, is well soon. a yes, goddamn definitely. national treasure. Um, so I, I still stand by. I love Hawkeye. I love Hawkeye, too. I love that. I love that show. show. It was Good one of my character. favorites. Mm -hmm. We will do a lot of talking about Hawkeye in the future. I'm pretty sure. And uh, but supposedly, young the young Avengers. This wasn't a news article, but because you mentioned Hawkeye, 
Um, the rumor is, again, this is a rumor, um, yep. that Kate Bishop Hawkeye will lead the Young Avengers. She'll be their leader. So um, I'm excited. I, yeah, I can see fun. it. Yeah. See that too. Yeah. Um, so I was I would mention this to John the other day. I, did, I don't think I mentioned it to you, Eric. Uh, when I went to, I saw Megan. Um, I enjoyed Megan. I think it's a fun movie. When I went to see it, I messaged, I told John or, or told Rachel, I was like, hey, do you, you mind if I go see Megan? I'm going to go see Megan tonight, 1030. Is that okay? Saying that out loud to your wife. <laughs> sounds so weird. Dude, the first time you told me about it, I was like, am I supposed to know who oh, Megan my is? Goodness. Oh, wait, it's the movie. The movie, the movie. Uh, we are getting Megan 2.0. It will release in 2025. They're not going to rush it. They're going to do the, the thing, oh. but it will be called Megan 2.0. In the meantime, SNL did an amazing sketch last week with Audrey Plaza playing Megan. Definitely recommend it. Yeah, um, so that was fun. Yeah. And one of the other uh, I'd cast recommend members anything too. with Audrey Plaza in it, to be quite honest. But yes, that's a personal view. Um, See. Avatar, the way of water. Um, when I wrote my notes down to pull the news articles, it had passed two billion. It is now gone up more than where it was when I did this. It is now within the top, I think it's the number four highest grossing movie of all time. James Gunn, or sorry, James uh, Cameron, too many Jameses. James Cameron has three movies in the top four highest grossing movies of all time. You know, Zoe Saldana is in the top grossing movies of all time, period, like the top four. I know. Yep. Also, yep. my thoughts on Avatar 2 is watch my eyes roll into the back of my head. It's actually good. <laughs> it's actually good. I enjoyed it. I enjoy it. It's not. It, it, it's a simple story. It's like Mad Max Fury Road. It what? is From so super simple, but it was so good. Yeah. I highly enjoyed it. And other people clearly do, too. All right. It's like two point zero seven billion dollars. Hot take. I, yes. I'm not I'm not super on board with uh, Fury Road like everyone else. It was fun, but I don't know that I'd call it good. I don't think that's a hot take. All right, cool. But it's an Eric fact. It is an Eric fact. Yes. <laughs> um, I, what I what I appreciate for Fury Road is it it there's not many potholes in it. It's just we're gonna go from point A to point B. Fuck, we got to go back to point A. And they go back to point A, and it's like movie over. You're like, all right, great, cool. It was a road trip. That's all it was. Nothing else. We don't need dialogue. We don't need anything else. It's just we're gonna drive from point A, point B. Now we got to turn around and go back to point A. It's all that movie is. Yeah, I mean it's 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 a movie of car chase, not chases. Yeah. Yeah, car chase. chase. <laughs> yeah. One it long is. car chase. It, well, it's well, no, it's like so, it's, like from from like a from an emotional standpoint, it was hard, right? Because you're yeah. just kind of like up here for pretty much the entire yeah. film. You know, there, there's until no, that one tiny no little wave scene to ride. You know, yeah, there's like one tiny little scene right before they decide to go back to where they were mm -hmm. of like slowness. Um, but no, yeah, I, they, they have to catch their breath. Yeah, it's it's not the best movie in the world. I, I admit that. I just I thought it was fun. It was better than what I was expecting, and it's just simple. I sometimes appreciate that simple story. I do he think says, it's it's cool the the effects on that that movie how they were all kind of like you know um, traditional effects I guess yeah. you would say. I look forward to the sequel. Not not digital sequel. effect. No. Yeah. Oh, sorry, not sequel. Is I look there, forward a, to the is prequel. there a Fury Road it, sequel? It, sorry, it's a prequel. It's um, Anya Taylor Joy. 
I believe it's Annie Taylor-Joy, is playing Furiosa. And it's just going to be about how Furiosa loses her arm. So I'm sure it will be Furiosa goes from point A to point B, loses her arm, goes back to point A, and then gets pissed off and angry. And we cut, you know, 20 years in the future. And we see her go from point A again to point B to find the green to come back. And Chris Hemsworth is the villain, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Um, Other little things. This is an exciting one. Uh, This is a short one. But Angela Bassett lands the best acting uh, or best supporting actress nomination for Marvel. Um, So that's amazing. I hope she wins. Well, for uh, for an Oscar? Yep. For Oscar for Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. It's the first first Marvel, like, true Oscar nomination. So it's going to... It's going to be great. So hopefully she's going to win it. Um, little bit other mar or other things. The Marvels. Um, oh, I gotta I gotta show. Oh, I, I can't show it because I don't thing. But I love people are freaking out over Brie Larson's tattoos for um, for Fast and the Furious X. It it is making me laugh. And I'm going to show this to Eric, and I want Eric's hot take on this as we see it. Um, right, so pull it on. up on my my screen. Is that what I should do instead? Um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna send it over to you real quick. So pick up your phone, and I will have it to you in a couple of seconds. You'll both be able to see it. Um, where is that? Uh, Ray Larson Fast X. Um, there we go. Here we go. All right, I'm gonna send this over to both of you. Um, it's not my fault if you get in trouble for this photo. I'm just throwing that out there. Um, but here we go. Three, two, one, boom. You should have it any second. There we go. People are freaking out over this photo. (laughs) And it's cracking me up. Why is everybody freaking out? I mean, it's the, the people have been freaking out like, oh, my God, she's got all these tattoos. Look at all that. Man, she got sleeves. It, she's had to be like, dudes, they're fake. <laughs> just um, impressive. I'm, I'm a, little bit more, a little bit more impressed by the fact that she's pretty much that bra is almost see-through. Anybody else don't notice that? No, we're not going we're not, we're not to mention that part. All right, just mention that. Okay, cool. Um, cool. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought that's what people were freaking out about. I was like, really? It's just fake tattoos, guys. Come on. Um, something I added today, I actually added this for you, John. Um, Russell T. Davis has confirmed that there are plans for multiple Doctor Who spinoffs now that they have this big Disney Plus deal. So, okay, I don't know what they're going to be, but they're going to be fun. Actually, I have an idea of what one of them is going to be. I think they're going to go back to what may or may not be the first Doctor. Um, we don't know where she fits in the timeline, but oh yeah, okay. I think she's actually might be the second, the first regeneration, but the second doctor. But gotcha. Okay. I think. Um, anyway, maybe, maybe, Captain, maybe Captain Jack will come back. Uh, Jack could come back. Um, I wouldn't mind them doing exploring some of the older doctors. <laughs> do like go back and maybe do some adventures we never saw for some of the older ones. I wouldn't mind that, but hmm. we'll see. And then yeah. last. Last news story, I'm kind of curious on Eric's thought, and I'm sure this is going to be some fun conversation. Um, Rust, we can't talk about anything movie-related without discussing Mm. Rust. Alec Baldwin has been charged with involuntary manslaughter following the onset shooting of Elena Hutchinson. Eric, what are your thoughts on an actor 
producer being charged with involuntary manslaughter. Uh, this doesn't feel like a setup at all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I, I, I honestly don't know what they are. I, I haven't really given enough thought to flesh out my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the loss of life is tragic um, and, and unnecessary. And somehow accountability needs to to be had there. And I am curious to know, I don't know how the charges are kind of all laid out. I I haven't done enough. Truthfully, on on one hand, I guess I could say I don't care. Like, it's not like, I don't mean that rudely. (laughs) It's just kind of like, you know, whatever. Um, But on the other hand, it's if he's being charged from the the perspective of the producer in which he essentially kind of let the set be this disorganized as it sounded, mm-hmm. then I can kind of understand perhaps some accountability at that level and, and that expectation, right? Where the buck stops. If he's being charged as the actor who pulled the trigger, I don't know. I mean, I, it's hard to say, right? I, I don't know what is, what safety practices he should know and what safety practices were taught and followed on that, that set. It certainly doesn't sound uh, good, but it's hard to say that I feel like I don't, I don't feel like it was at fault, but then again, it's manslaughter. So, right. <clears throat> I'm, I am of two minds on it um outside but obviously the loss of life is also is awful um and there's lots of things that went wrong on this set and it is horribly tragic um, especially as someone who has some background in stage combat it's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. horrific all the things that happen um what i will say on it from my understanding from listening to all of the stories from the news and listening to the interviews with the da um sounds like he is being brought up mostly for his producer side of things that as a producer he should have known better um there were multiple counts of other things happening on the set and he should have you know stopped it he should have either stopped shooting the film um fire the people who need to be fired and bring in new people there's so many different things so on that side i can understand the accountability and yeah. the laws in New Mexico that allow for involuntary manslaughter. The actor side, he as an actor should have checked the gun for sure. hundred percent. He never should have touched that gun until he confirmed what was in it. The other side that's bothersome is he keeps saying, I never pulled the trigger. I never pulled the trigger, but a gun doesn't go off unless you pull the trigger. And the gun went off. So maybe you don't remember pulling it, which I 100% get shock. All of that. You can forget that you did it. So his his statement is that he pulled back the hammer and then it mm-hmm. swung forward without him pulling the trigger still. But it, it's like it, it went back forward. That's, that, and that's, that is totally possible. That could happen. Um, and so he didn't pull the trigger. He pulled back the hammer. But all right. the I'll, hammer I'll then that. launched right. back forward and, and, and fired the shot. Yeah. I, I can definitely, I can, I can accept that. 
Um, I, I, I think where I was going with I'm sure he's happy for that. Right? Well, I, I know. John, <laughs> where are you listens, at? He listens to me <laughs> on it. Well, I was going to say, what I do think, before we get John's real quick, um, I just want to finish up this one thought. Um, yeah, yeah. I think what's dangerous is once you start to go down in this culture we are in today, once you start going after an act, one actor for something, it opens the floodgates to go after other actors for things. Um, this is an extreme situation, but what a, it could have led to um, when Brendan um, Lee, Brand, or sorry, Brandon Lee was killed. This situation applied to that could be like, well, the actor, you know, they pulled they pulled the trigger, and because there was something in the chamber or in the barrel that launched out, like we're going after you. When really it was, it would that should be the um, props person who would be more at fault than or the yeah. armor. Or sorry, the armor. Um, so I mean, it's just scary um, all and around, to, and it sucks. And to be fair, I, I I think I approach it with empathy every time I, I think about it, or, or yeah. I think about Alec Baldwin in the situation specifically, and the fact that like I I empathize or at least feel probably you know or or can rec or can recognize the pain that he must be going through as someone who involuntarily killed someone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I can't even imagine right? what he the, held. What he's he held the weapon. Um, yeah. So I mean, I feel really bad for him. Yeah. obviously in that sense and that's the first thought that always comes to my mind it always takes a little bit of a walk to get to mm-hmm. you know oh well how does accountability work in this situation and normally if we want accountability for we have to be mindful of of the yeah. fact that there is somewhere that that this this failed and, yeah. and someone needs to be held accountable for that yeah. fail yeah his Sorry. survivor Sorry. i can't even imagine his survivor's guilt like oh yeah like well not not just that his i mean i don't know it's a survivor's guilt right it's well like what you know what i mean but you know what i mean tragedy like, with her right you, but you know what i mean maybe survivor's guilt's the wrong word but yeah. you know what i mean like just the guilt of this horrible accident that was caused by something in his hand oh i'm sure like, he thinks daily you... about like how he should yeah. have done it differently you know all the, yeah. the million hindsight moments yeah. Um, John, what do you what are your thoughts on it? Well, Mr. I mean, that we haven't influenced you or anything, right? Now. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, generally, my point of view is I've only followed it tangentially, but I, I kind of agree with Casey's point about the the Pandora's box. This kind of opens up if you're going to prosecute somebody. It's going to be interesting because it's going to set a lot of precedent. Uh-huh. I think it's going to change the dynamics for how things are done how things operate how people handle these situations all that's going to get turned upside down shook shooken out see what falls out of the pants you know but is is that a bad thing i'm not saying it's bad or good i'm just saying there are probably a lot of interested well you called it pandora's box right so allowing these things to happen feels like opening a pandora's box i'm just saying you're you're opening a pandora's box in the metaphorical sense that you're opening up an unpredictable series of events and consequences that will come of this that they're not obviously known or can be predicted. Yeah. I, I worry about if, if to your point, I, I worry about like in that sense, not just like the precedent it sets with, with holding someone accountable. I mean, truthfully, I think there should be some accountability in terms of who held the gun and who, who did not do, as Casey said, the proper checks that, I'd like to think at a Hollywood level or being instilled um, at least mm-hmm. taught um, and, and as an actor or someone who knows he should have taken the initiative, even if not practiced by others on the set. 
Um, that said, I, I also recognize the Pandora's box and the idea of like how far this could go. Yeah. You know, that that's that's talking about that pendulum because it's not just like the idea of using prosecution more. It's also the idea of like the other way where does it become normalized? Does it become do we have like the new jackass where it's like, do these people die or not? Find out later at, at 11 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm actually like, you know, snuff true, films true. essentially at a certain point. So I, I think I it's going to be time will tell. All right. Yeah. I think it's going to be time will tell. Yeah. Yeah. Because <clears throat> um, I'm sure, I'm sure to, yeah, I'll, I'll leave it because I don't know how to speak on it. It's a, it's a shitty tragedy, no matter how is. you look at it. It is, it is a shitty tragedy um, that never should have happened. I, and I, hopefully, it will I will never say happen this. again. Alec Baldwin was charged alongside like yes, the ar- with, armor yes. and stuff like that. Good on them for charging the armor. And I agree. Because like they are the true immediate failsafe who allowed live ammunition on the property in the first yeah. place, let alone in the guns. And so... Which they're still trying to figure out how that bullet made it there. I, I don't know what's going on, but it sounds like from all the other reporting and stuff that, that this armor was just horrible across the board yes. and this kind of brought it all to a, a unfortunate light. So I'm glad that those chargers are there. Alec Baldwin really is the only one that I saw that I was like, ah, how do I feel about that? You know? And that's why I brought up the, I led this with Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Um, I also trying to get us all in trouble, man. Well, I also can't, I unfortunately <laughs> We've had a good remember. run. You're trying to get us canceled. <laughs> trying to get us woke news is coming after us immediately. Um, speaking of coming after us. immediately. Wait, wait, wait. I thought we were the woke news. Speaking of woke news um, <laughs> and coming after us immediately, I just I wanted to I'm gonna change off of it. That's a little depressing of a story. And we do have our we do have a letter, um, which you too can get in touch with us at off the reels at gmail.com. You can get in touch with us, ask us your questions, and we'll do our best to answer them. This one comes from a Timothy Goldman, and it's actually to you, Mr. Evans. Previously, you have mentioned how much you enjoy the Dune movie, the new one, not the David Lynch one. Oh, Dune. I thought it's a Dune. Sorry, Dune. Dune. Um, What is the one thing you were hoping to see in Dune Part 2 that you don't think they'll be able to actually do based off the book? See, that's such a hard one because... We'll blame Timothy. I fully, well, I I fully blame. I mean, I fully am aware that you have to change. You have to change up things when you adapt something into a movie. So it doesn't necessarily bother me. So but what I'm are you? Really what, not, but what's the thing that know. you're like excited to see? I don't know. They haven't really disappointed me. I mean, I think they've hit the points I really wanted to. I mean, one of the things that I liked really well about part one, and maybe if they don't continue this, it would disappoint me. The way that they deter- interpreted his ability to see the future through his dreams, you would see him where Chani would kill him or he'd be with Jameis and none of those things happen. But I'm like, if he's looking into the future, of course, he's seeing possible futures. You know, how does he then turn that around into seeing something that's finite? I hope they draw that out and actually bring that to a conclusion. Mm-hmm. And if they don't, that would disappoint me. Oh. Eric, do you have any thoughts on Dune 2? No, <laughs> I haven't I, seen I, Dune one. <laughs> we will. We will, rectif- Dune. 
We are going to rectify that in the future. Um, it'll be a far future. <laughs> we got a lot of movies to get through first. But yeah, we, we're going to do it. We'll see you next year, folks. <laughs> I, I, I will say, All you haters who are about to flood that email address. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say the one thing I'm looking forward to at Dune Part 2, and I think I think John will uh, will agree with me, is uh, we need more Sting package. We just need some Sting package there. Are you talking about like- that movie? No, this isn't, this isn't the Lynch version. <laughs> You just want to see Florence, but Pew. they should have put Sting's. Pew, pew, pew. No, they should have. They should have put Sting's package in it. Like it was. That's that's what this movie was missing. It was. It was missing that. Just like uh, Christopher Walken one of the as the sand emperor. Dunes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Christopher Walken as the emperor. That's gonna be interesting to see. Yes, that will be uh, very interesting to see. I can't do Walken. I'm not even try. Um, all right. Walken well, can't that's... do Walken anymore. Walken. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's I. I love that actors do that to themselves. Where like Stallone does it, where he like really embraces the Stallone. Goldblum really embraces the Goldblum. Yeah. And Walken, he just embraces the Walken. You know, yeah. Goldblum's the newest example of like about to jump the shark. <laughs> oh my god! Dad gave me this watch, and I had to stick it up my ass. Oh, yeah, I love that stuff. movie. That oh, movie yeah. so that movie so fucking good. All right, well. Thank you, Timothy. Um, and if anyone wants to write us, please feel free off the reels at gmail.com and we'll answer your question just like we did Mr. Goldman's there. All right. Well, to our movie watch along, we are starting this week to go through the Marvel movies. Uh, if you remember in the past, I've mentioned this is kind of off of a New Year's res that I'm doing because I'm insane. Um, I decided I want to watch all the Marvel movies, every single fucking Marvel movie. I'm insane. I'm going to do a couple of TV shows. Um, John and Eric were like, we'd like to watch the MCU with you. And I was like, well, what if you watch some of the others too? <laughs> you know? oh, no. Okay. no, to be clear, like we were like, yeah, let's do this. And then he's like, it's a hundred and what about some? <laughs> Yikes. So we're going to go through, um, we are starting with the animation block because, well, I want to get through the animations first. And I don't want to keep going through them. And some of them are really bad. So we're going to do them. We're going to do a couple at a time. Um, The task task that we're going to do is John and Eric are the lucky ones. They will watch one of the movies in the block for the week. And then um, Eric is now texting me. It's very weird. What is this? Oh, oh, oh. What? <laughs> Just That's an Eric fact right there. That's an Eric fact. Uh, we'll we'll address that when we can. Uh, but I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's fine. Uh, anyway, um, the four of the four movies or whatever the block is. I think there's one block that's three. Wait, wait, wait. Can I, I'm will... sorry. Can, can I just ask a question? That I don't think I asked before. Absolutely. Before we get going, go. Yeah. Is there a set number of movies that you're trying to watch a week yourself? Like or like, is I just there... need to get through. I just need to get through all of it in a year. So I will do as many as I. I will front load as many as I can. Okay, um, so you're like you're just sprinting at the moment. As, I am as sprinting, far as you yes. can sprint. Okay. Yes, I've done the. I've done. So there's one... no like, oh, I'll save this for tomorrow, even no. though I have the time. Okay. <laughs> no, then as as you know, with the unfortunate personal stuff that's been going on mm. lately, um, I did not really get any done this week. Um, so when I start up again, I will, I will power through a good bit. Um, but you guys' task is we'll have whatever the block is and you only got to watch one of them and I get to pick the one 
and it's amazing. Hey, but I'm <laughs> saving you all. Most I've seen all of these. There's nothing here that I haven't seen, as far as I know. I'm fairly, yeah, I've seen everything that's on the list until we get to the future stuff, like Ant Man, Quantum Mania. Obviously, I haven't seen it yet, or have I? Mm-hmm. Need to hear my thoughts <laughs> later on that one. Um, <laughs> a little, a little tease there. Um, I will. I am not going to make you guys watch truly awful movies except for a couple of them that i feel that someone needs to suffer through them like me so um in general this wasn't you were, one of them you told me this wasn't one of them this was not one of them oh god <laughs> so <laughs> this week's uh animated block so as we start with these um a little background on where these directive videos are coming from marvel made an agreement with Lionsgate um in the mid 2000s to make these animated movies in response to DC making good animated movies, um, Marvel was like, we can do hold our beer. We're going to drink it. Now we're going to make these movies. And you're like, what the fuck are you doing? You're Marvel. You should know better. But whatever. They made these movies. They're awful. Most of them. Some of them. Um, they're directed. <laughs> DVD. Here's what's interesting about these. You can't see them. They put them out on DVD and then they were like, we're taking the DVDs away. You didn't know these existed, did you? They don't. They're like fantastic foring this shit where they're hiding them <laughs> away. And thank God for YouTube or people like me who own the DVDs. So I own them. That's what we're going for. First four movies. We have Ultimate Avengers, which you guys watched. We will talk about it in great detail. Ultimate Avengers 2. I watched. You didn't have to. The Invincible Iron Man. Please gouge my eyes out now. And Doctor Strange, the Sorcerer Supreme. Surprisingly, an enjoyable movie. Um, so let's uh, ult- Ultimate Avengers um, 2006 Lionsgate based on Ultimate Comics um, it's an origin story for the Ultimates I having read the comic the books I have the, hey look having read the comic books the only thing I found interesting was the opening sequence even though it was quite clear that the suicide mission the plane he was flying was a Lancaster, which was a British bomber, not an American one. Thanks for that. All right. There's your nerd moment. Okay. Before, we, nerd. Before, <laughs> all right, before we fully get into it, let's just go around the horn. Just say yay or nay. And then if you want to give it like As four, like, out, should, of, four out of should five our listeners on hear the... it? Should, should our listeners yay? They should go view it too. Like we recommend sure. this movie, yeah or nay? Yeah, yeah, or nay. nay. Recommend, not recommend, and then out of a four out of five, Eric's a four out of five, John's. Mm-hmm. Where do you kind of do it? And I'm, I am keeping track on um, Letterboxd, so I'm tracking all these as I go. So, what do you, um, John? Will you, what do you say? You say nay? Nay. I maybe he squeeze it into a two. Two out of all five. Right. All right, Eric. I might be being <clears throat> generous there. Yeah, I I'd probably say nay. Um, I think my letterboxed uh, rating actually was two and a half stars that I gave it. I pretty much right down the middle. Uh, there were some good aspects of it, like it. You know, I thought the storylines were tight, even though there were oh. a million of them. <laughs> oh, we're, we're gonna get into that. Don't I'm not I'm not skipping that. And by I tight, I mean like. They made yeah. sense within themselves to some yeah. extent. Um, there was no character development. All right, we're no. we're gonna get it. We're gonna get it. We're gonna get action. Like the, people yes. were dying. <laughs> All right, we're we're gonna get to that. I'm gonna. All right, I'm two, gonna and half, all, two and a half. Two and a half. Eric's. I'm I'm gonna say 
generally nay, but if you do watch it, it's not the worst animated movie you could pick for Marvel. I also gave it two and a half stars. Um, it's forgettable. It's just, it's there. So I can see right, myself um, lowering it down even further for like a two or one and a half stars. Uh, I can tell you my letterbox because I've done five of these movies so far. Um, it is, is not. That, is no, that, does my rating here need to match my letterbox on that? No, 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 no. It doesn't okay. have to. Okay. I'm, I'm going to so, do mine yeah. just because I have it there. My um, rating here is a one and a half. Um, it is on mine because I've done five movies. Um, it is number three of my five that I've rated so far in this animated section. So I'll tell you what those others are <laughs> a little bit. Um, all right. Open, you can open, open the floodgates. Um, thoughts. Who wants to go first on some thoughts? It doesn't have to be in order of the, the movie. We can jump around, but thoughts. I, I've got a couple thoughts. Um, okay. First of all, what was very striking to me was that when S.H.I.E.L.D. is seeking out Captain America's frozen body, mm-hmm. it was like they were playing a Batman score, and it often seemed like Nick Fury was like a clingy ex-girlfriend throughout mm-hmm. this whole film. Mm-hmm. It's something that... And then, of course, the one appearance by Jarvis, the butler, he's standing in the background like he's a ghoul. <laughs> I have something like, about... We're about Jarvis. <laughs> what the heck, man? I got and, of course, I know why Eric... Would, probably Eric's rating went up because of you know what you call it was it black widow's t-shirt and janet and and wasp outfit you know oh what well, just just most <laughs> <laughs> uh, definitely <laughs> some of my some of my quick little opening like things like it, you know it's the first it's the first of the marvel animated so i can give it a little bit of you know leeway but and the animation isn't horrible, but it's it is a weird mix of CG and maybe hand drawn or at least computer hand drawn. Weird CG moments. Um, I do love the movie opens with that D Day scene. I I actually do appreciate that. I thought that's just a cool opening. And and that sort of action sequence in general is part of why I gave it two and a half stars because mm-hmm. like it's intense and like you're like oh shit like you like <laughs> you're like this is a pretty intense battle scene for a opening of a cartoon. Yeah, and I I wrote down like that's how you enter Cap, like ram a plane into a Nazi castle, and Captain America good. somehow jumps out. That's straight from the comic book, though. Too, I know, so. I know. But then I wrote aliens. Yeah, aliens. Yeah, that was like, weird. I know they have a role to play in the story later, but they put them before. Yeah, they moved them up in the storyline, and I'm like, uh, okay. Yeah, that's felt weird. It's just there. Yeah, I'm like, what the what the fuck? Um, I, I'm like, then I'm like, you know, hey, they at least got cap freezing in the water, right? I'll give them that. They got something nice. And then I'm like, Nick Fury sounds like Fury. But then, then I'm like, oh, planes landing. Now you could see that CG. And no, you like, know that's something. By the way, the plane, la- the planes themselves, I had a problem with. So Shield has no compunction about flying around like they are the military. Yeah, no, no secret or anything or keeping it subtle. It's like no, we're flying around a military plane in the city. Deal with uh-huh. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean it was like it was like if the cops just drove tanks. You know, yeah. now, is no one this normal for everybody? certain places. Yeah. They do. Now here, here's where my like. <laughs> I'm I'm still being positive right now. I know I don't sound it. I'm still being positive about this movie. We're turning that now. We're turning that shit around because Banner looks like shit. 
Like, what the yes. fuck is wrong with Banner, and why is his voice like that? He's a whiny little bitch, and I'm tired of him. Also, why were the Chitauri the main source of vibranium? Like, okay. Yeah, that's also very bizarre, but yeah. So, yeah, I Bruce hated Banner, Banner looks like he's like like a drug addict. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes. I, I get that that's where they're kind of playing it, but it was yeah. it was wrong. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't. Um, I didn't agree with. He's it. hyper it, awkward. It, I wrote down hyper yeah. awkward, and especially the fact that he kind of like feels like at any moment he's gonna like go into a room with mm. all that Captain America memorabilia and whip it out. Yeah, like, I was like, um, dude, all right, you got you've been spit, like you stalking him. You keep a wall. Oh, <laughs> your job was to study him. Oh, okay, uh-huh. sure. You know, I definitely I remember thinking there's way too much Hulk story in this. Like, I, I just don't care at a certain point of all the Hulk story. I, I love Hulk. I'm so well, sick of the Hulk. If they were if they were doing the original opening story run, it would make sense, right? But it's like but they're it's... trying to jam these two narratives yeah. together and mm-hmm. squeeze it into one movie because Hulk was the primary figure mm-hmm. that they first fight because he does it as an act to make them unite. Yeah, I remember like writing down like, is Hulk the bad guy? <laughs> like. Cause like he was like storing all the the serums and and like all of the blood was his like and he wasn't doing the the test yeah. the correct way and stuff. I was like, he was Elizabeth so, Holmes. So he's not. Yeah, he's not a good person. He's Elizabeth Holmes. <laughs> Theranos. The machine doesn't work. The machine doesn't work. So I I also I, mean, I like to Hulk the- out. <laughs> I I also love how I'm sorry, John, to cut you off. Um, I, I I love every every Captain America thing. Can we just kind of base it slightly? Like, I get it. He's frozen in the water. He didn't drown. Mm-hmm. We'll get past it. He's frozen in the yeah, water. Why does happen. he always magically wake up while the ice is just slowly melting off? It's just always instant. Like, wake up, boom, bam, fight. Here we go. I don't, I've never understood it with the Captain America stories. There was a line that Dr. Ross uses, Betty Ross's character says, about keeping him at a constant thaw. So they actually tried to give like some slight little reasoning for it. Uh-huh. Like that there needed to be thawed at a consistent temperature degree. Like there's a very throwaway line in there somewhere. Yeah. That makes that sort of sort of seem like sense. But yeah. So did, I mean did... he's just an awkward character though too. Like they made him yeah. super awkward. Yes. Did did either of you have this problem and maybe it's just me so i'm watching that scene he wakes up he runs outside sees the modern world and i think to myself i'm like they just took that from the movie like they took this scene directly from captain america the first avenger did either they captain america first avenger took it from them based on the time i know yes that's that's the thing like they did it better but they did it better mandela affected me like i I true like i my note literally is did they steal this from the movie? And then I like addendum. This is my mind playing tricks on me. Like this came well, out. It's the same line with Iron Man and Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. Like their first exchange is exactly like Fury and Tony yep. Stark at the end of Iron Man. So yeah, there's like a little, but then again, both of them are taking it from yep. the comic book. Yep. Because um, the reason the movies had Nick Fury was because Ultimate decided yep. to turn Samuel L. Jackson into Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. So it's all playing off in the comic books. But I mean, What's actually, Eric, that's something for you. That This is how Nick Fury, like when they did this comic book, they drew uh-huh. Nick Fury to look like Sam Jackson. That's yeah. why Sam Jackson is Nick Fury in the movies. Um, my next my next note is, why is Banner so whiny? 
That's literally my next note. Why is he so whitey? I repeat this note a lot in this movie. Well, you know, you know, it's worse. It's worse about it is that when the supposedly becomes smart Hulk at the end, that is like literally the most temporary smart Hulk thing ever before he just goes and does Hulk. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Then we get to, then we get to Tony being introduced at a party, which makes sense. And I actually didn't, I didn't, of all the things I don't like about Tony in this movie, I don't mind his voice in this. It's the one thing I don't mind about Tony in this movie. Mm. Yeah, I don't I like a there. lot about Tony. <laughs> so to me, his voice as Tony was okay, but his voice as Iron Man was god yes. awful. Oh, I agree. I hate the Iron Man voice. 100%. Hey, here, here, here we go. Here we go. Here, I'm Tony Stark. Hi, hi, guys. How you doing? Here I am as Iron Man. Hello, guys. How are you? What, what are you I'm doing? Just deepening my voice. Did you <laughs> well, know well, it's me? Well, no, with I'm Iron a, Man. Yeah, who's Theranos Stark. now? <laughs> I was going to say, with a very thick electronic like filter oh, yeah. on top of you. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I'm yeah, talking then, to a fan. <laughs> uh, of course, then they bring in Natasha, who actually she actually doesn't look bad the animation, but then she opens her mouth, and you're like, "Why is her accent so thick?" It is a bad accent. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, and, and I don't like this. Choice. To be to be fair, like her animation is completely awkwardly disproportionate. Like when yes. you first see her, you're like, "That is like not possible." Mm-hmm. though attractive well, they drew all the women they drew it's all like, the women it's like jessica rabbit you know yeah no they oh, drew all the women have... superheroes that way what right. we're gonna way. we're gonna have like some she's words not wearing of... a bra well it's like, like, let's yeah, just like boobs like... <laughs> well, i got so i got some comments about was just perfectly hang there somehow yeah i, I got some thoughts of wasp in a second but i draw nothing okay i appreciate you get Tony's attention by putting a gun to his dick. <laughs> like, <laughs> I appreciate that. That was good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I told, okay. Who the fuck keeps a closet in the floor? Like Tony like goes into his office and like the closet raises up out of the floor and he's like grabbing his stuff. Like Elon really? Musk. Why not? You're, you're right. Okay, mm. I'll, I'll drop it there. Um, and then, of course, Tony's <laughs> hitting on Nat already because, you know. Oh, here's my Jarvis thing. I was like, could they have made, this is my one note, could they have made Jarvis's earring any more yellow? <laughs> it yeah, was earring? I missed yes, that one. To me, yeah. it was so distracting seeing that. Uh, I just thought he was the great ghost. I was like, who's that ghoul behind him now talking? Oh, it's Jarvis. Oh, oh, geez. I thought that was like a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> now, what do we what do we think of Cap out like Steve Rogers when he's outside of the costume? Did anyone have thoughts? Is Steve McLarge huge? <laughs> no, <laughs> he's it's there's no difference to me. It's a soap opera plot that's all hacked up and put together. But what's worse is that when he goes out and he has those four guys in black who are the most generic four guys in black you yes. see in any cartoon. I think I've seen those characters in Venture Brothers and any other cartoon where people in black are there. They are like literally the most recycled things I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And then it's like they don't exist once he like starts going to Bucky's house. I'm like, where did they go? They like kind of back off or something? You know, it's like because at one point they're behind him and they're not there. And then they surround him like they're walking and guarding him. And then they're yeah. kind of like. My my note I wrote down is they just take Guile from Street Fighter and throw him in this movie because his haircut and everything looks like Guile from Street Fighter. <laughs> yeah, That's I can all see I that can think very of. Much. Um, and then we get to Bucky's, and then we get to 
we get to Gale. Now, John, it's been a while since I've read Ultimates. Is it Gale in the book or is it Peggy? I don't remember actually. I, I haven't. I didn't investigate that that deeply. I, it's been a while since I've read it, but yeah. honestly, I'd even forgotten about the part that Bucky was alive. So I was like, "Oh, he's going to be Bucky." I, I, like, I, I remembered Bucky. Yeah. Um. I I had to laugh out loud. Like I literally laughed out loud in the movie. It's the only spot in the movie when Nick Fury walks into Pimps and the oh, ants God. are on the wall. It just says Shield sucks. <laughs> Crack me up. But then I'm like, why is Nick Fury afraid of ants? No, okay, look, look, I'll tell you this. They they got Pim just right. That guy is a psycho narcissist with a possessive complex for Janet in the comics, too. Yes, I know. He and Bruce, he and Bruce Banner are the smartest guys and the most neurotically crazy people. And now, so they caught them just he, spot on. Yeah. He made me think, think of, like, if Fred from, like, Scooby-Doo were just a total asshole. Yes. Yes. Now, Eric, this is for you. Here's a question for you, because I know John's not going to know this one, but I know you personally do know what I'm going to talk about. Who do you think, um, who did Ant-Man sound like? It is a voice you know very well. Like, oh, Nick Drakey? Who, who i'm sorry who who like nick drake no am i saying you, that you mean you mean nathan nathan drake thank you yeah am i that right is, that is exactly who ant-man is yeah is nolan north <laughs> nice go me <laughs> <laughs> go eric he is uh he has figured out a voice it's pretty impressive um uh, yeah the great nolan north um other of uh, voice actors um the woman who plays uh i believe it's wasp um she is selena kyle in the arkham games Hmm. So we have, oh, a, we, have we have a couple of um couple of people. Um all right. Now that I've mentioned Wasp. Wait, is, is Nolan Batman? No, Nolan's uh, not Batman. Who's Batman. Um Batman in, would in be Kevin games. Conroy. Uh in those games? Yes. The great late Kevin Conroy. Nice. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. I didn't uh, realize that. The um now that I have brought up the wasp, no wonder it was such great, like great games. <laughs> yes, yes, it makes a lot of sense now. Um, it was, was such a great Batman. The wasp in the room. All right, I've alluded to <laughs> the wasp. I want to read you my actual note, and then we can fully discuss. But I want to read word for word what I wrote down as I'm watching this. Wasp design looks good, but her costume looks painted on and not functional. How are her tits not popping out of the sides? Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's my same, same, same thing for Natasha when she's wearing that white, like whitey yeah. tidy shirt. Did mm-hmm. you also notice every scene with Wasp? Somehow, she's almost at an angle showing her ass, and her ass is always in focus. Some reason, even when she's tiny, they a find a way. Boob. A lot of side boob. Yeah, I'm. I'm like, why did you do this? But whatever. Um, they got to get yeah. the kids on board. You got to get the kids on board and (laughs) And the 40 year olds, (laughs) the the 40 year olds. Um, I did appreciate when Hank goes giant form. It looks painful as hell. I, it looked so painful. Like, why would you do this to yourself? Okay. Um, The most entertaining part of the film was when he and Hulk and Hulk kept like knee shotting him and everything. That was my favorite part. Oh, and, and when Hulk like, is like, out. yes, when Hulk's grabbing onto his throat, crushing it. Oh, yeah. that was so good. If they, if they had been a ball, if he had taken a nut shot, I would have been like, okay, you got it all. <laughs> yeah. Good job. 
I, I appreciate it. We'll skip it for where we are, but I love when Iron Man's flying through, when we finally see Iron Man, he's flying through the city and he's trying to avoid shield. And there's all of a sudden, wow, that hand flies out around that building and bitch slaps him to the ground. <laughs> made me, that you know, made me so happy. You know, they complained about Hulk going on a rampage previously, but it's mm-hmm. like, you know, shield flying around like that, causing a little incense. Are you not just as much of a problem? Yeah. Yeah, they um, destroyed everything. We're like a military <laughs> dictatorship, and we're just like we don't really we're literally living in not only just the ultimate universe, but like there's a, a dictator yeah. in charge or something, mm-hmm. a military junta, you know. I uh I also love that um Ant-Man and Wasp were the first official Avengers, but then we get that suit that Iron Man scene, which is like right out of Superman. It's like, let's have a plane coming and we're gonna have a hero get under it and raise it up. And we're going to hate yeah. his voice because I'm like, why does his voice sound so bad? Um, and then, of course, he gets he's like he gets he spots his tail, which apparently shield mm-hmm. is really bad at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, um, get him. Oh, we just missed him. Damn. <laughs> I, I wrote like, at this you guys point. Are you good at your job or are you just like fodder? At, at this point in time, I write a note. Marvel is a company with generally great art. What happened with this movie? <laughs> it's bad. It's not the it, best. They outsourced it. They it feels did. like it, like from like eighties GI Joe art, you know. Oh God, yes. Or like nineteen ninety Spider Man. Yeah. Now when mm-hmm. yeah when we I think get Spider Man was better. Yes, Spider Man was better. When we get to <laughs> Gale, the first scene with Gale. Did you guys notice how bad her animation was? Like they almost yeah. forgot to fill in her face, and it it's no, it just, yeah. Her hair was like two tone. That was it. It wasn't even blended. Yeah, and then then I noticed because of that, it made me start thinking about the film. And I thinking about Nick Fury and in the ultimate line, he gets the the scratch. His eyes scratch up from Wolverine's claws. It's the three claws. In the movies, it's the cat, which is weird, but whatever. Spoiler alert. I'm sorry. You should have seen the movie. We'll discuss it <laughs> later. But the three claws like form a weird X in this. It doesn't, it's not, I don't understand what caused him to. I have no idea. I just, like I just wanted to bring that up. They have yeah. no, per- they have no intention of telling you. That's the, that's the point. They have no intention of caring or telling you. Yeah. And then we get then we get to like Steve is the leader for some reason because I don't, I don't know. But then we get to the best part of this movie for me, Thor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is he is probably one of the best parts. Yeah, he sounds great. He looks great. He don't fuck with Thor because he's an eco terrorist. <laughs> yeah, like, but I don't get why can he control ice? He's just like hammer up, make a storm. I'm gonna throw ice at you. <laughs> Like I get lightning, totally. He should be able to do that, but he's not storm. Why was he able to control ice and send like shrapnels of ice at them? Why was Hulk able to pick up Monier? Also true. Also Sorry. true. Well, maybe it's because maybe he could pick it up because Thor. I don't know. I got nothing. I was gonna try to tie it no, into Thor looking nothing. derpy. But when Thor burps, it's the derpiest thing. I'm sorry. I just wanted to comment on <laughs> well, that. Well, I mean, it's also later on when they've got the anecdote and Captain America is like, all right, countdown from 20. I'll shoot him at 20. One. <laughs> yeah. I got a clear shot. Three. Is he still there? Four. Five. Yeah, for being he's a super soldier, he sucks with his aim, apparently. <laughs> yes, he <laughs> like, does. His gun work. Apparently, he's really hesitant to pull a trigger. He's very like, hesitant. Is, are you sure this guy's the right guy to lead? He's not yeah. making the hard decisions. <laughs> He's seriously like wavering. I mean, he acts the whole time like he is a wooden toy soldier. 
that is what he is the yeah. whole time. I mean, I wrote down what I thought of every one of them. He is wooden toy soldier. Wasp is a people pleaser. Yeah. Black Widow, I'll kill you softly. Yeah. Depending on who you are. Pim, I am the greatest uh-huh. ever. Fury, I want it now. Banner, I am depression personified. And Iron Man, I work alone picking up chicks. Yes. Yes. That, that's my take on them. Now, we're going to play Eric's favorite game here of Captain America Fox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I got to figure it out. Who does he fuck? <laughs> now, while you think of that for a second, I want to read my note for the scene where Cap's introduced to the team. I wrote, I think Janet's going to fuck Cap. Wait a minute. Uh, Janet. Why? Why is the wasp? Um, I know, like, why? Why is Janet pissed that Hank wants to fuck Nat? Because she like elbows him really hard, but she clearly wants to fuck Cap. And it was apparent in that scene. I like, think we weren't. I think we weren't told something. I think that they were making them a polyamorous open relationship. They have to be. And I, I don't think they were telling us that though. I think they were having a hint at that. And maybe they should go back to therapy and talk about it because obviously they have some jealousy issues, and I think it's yeah. Hank's fault. Yeah, it's it's just so weird. It's so weirdly animated. Like it all of a sudden becomes like an R-rated adult drama for like a for a scene, and you're just like, they really are trying to imply that Janet really wants to fuck Cap. <laughs> all right, so Eric, Cap fucks. Yeah, who, I do mean, you, who do you think it is? Who in this? Who in the movie? In this movie. <clears throat> I've got somebody. I mean, I'm not convinced it's not Janet, truthfully, you know, at, at a certain point. Natalia certainly, well, Natalia kind of, she's just floating around, but I don't yeah. know. I don't know. So if I if I had to say he definitely did in uh-huh. this one, I think in general he does. Uh-huh. Clearly he's beefy McLarge huge, so he's yep. going to the bars and, and picking up someone right yep he's male toxic um uh, yeah. masculinity yeah, he's, toxic he's, masculinity, yes. he's toxic ma- masculinity thank and, you, you thank know. you <laughs> his neck by the way i just want to say <laughs> first of all that scene that uh, this adult scene that we're kind of on anyway so this ties right. in yeah though i noticed the women had like necks that were like Longer than forearms, you yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Particularly Janet, which then made me realize that that Captain America has a neck that like redwood trees would be jealous of, like their girth, <laughs> you know. He's like Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So like, yes. it it was crazy, and yeah. So he's like he's the bouncer at like several clubs. Yes. Let's be honest, when when yeah. shit's not going down, he's just. He's fucking VIP and bouncing, you know, doing mm. his thing. So yeah, I if he had if I'm not sure he did because he was kind of he was kind of mopey and he is a little mopey. Cap. He is. So I don't know that he was he was spitting his best game um in, in this movie. But if he did, I think it was Janet. I think Janet as well. I'll tell you where it happened in a daydream Bruce Banner. So, so speaking of Banner, <laughs> Banner Fantasy, I, I, Bruce Banner. I think Banner is a stalker. I think he's standing for Steve. Mm-hmm. 
especially when he's off his meds because he is like really obsessed with steve he's like colson was obsessed with steve we've gone like 12 degrees past that like i don't understand what's going on with bruce banner but speaking of colson speaking of colson there is no reason for these people to work together at all no, not they at have all. Nothing. No, they hate other each than other. Big, other yeah. than Nick Fury telling them they have to. Uh-huh. There is nothing that says they are a team. Yes. Nothing. Yeah, this felt like more of a Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A dysfunctional like Suicide we put, Squad. We put like implants in you. We say noble. no. <laughs> uh-huh. The noble Suicide Squad. <laughs> well, it's like they use Cap's ability. Cap will just won't say no. Yeah. They're like, oh, I'm a good soldier. And what I was don't up know, like, what, they, got, they got blackmail mode on everybody else or something? Yeah. What was up with so, him, him, by the way, being like, what's ooh, this this shield? What what a waste all of our resources on building this stupid shield. And then, like, Fury's like, it's not just a shield when it's in the hands of Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, and then, like, Captain America, like, basically takes out some cameras. And that's about all he does yes. with the shield. I'm like, come on, dude. Like, put it to use. Like, if you're going to, like, if you're going to use Chekhov's gun like that, don't just be like, mm, cameras. Yeah. <laughs> But, the, but, but in this in this whole scene, this whole scene is like a scene of Goldeneye for N sixty four because they're like running around. It's like proximity by boom. <laughs> and then she like go turn around proximity by boom. And, yeah, oh, everything okay. is blowing up throughout like yeah. the entire movie. Okay, the, the thing that bothered me the most of this movie, there's a lot that bothers me with this movie. <laughs> the thing that bothered me the most, and I don't know if you guys noticed it, and it will continue on to the second movie. <laughs> oh, what is up with the Chitauri stomachs? They're just like reaching in, like I'm gonna pull out of the palm. I'm gonna pull out this. Oh, I got this device. I'm gonna put it back in my stomach. They're the kangaroos of the galaxy. <laughs> and I brought that. <laughs> I was like, I was like, kangaroos, alien storage and tummy. <laughs> and then I'm like, then we get to the pivotal moment of this whole movie. What? Iron Man is Tony Stark. Really? I didn't know that. Like the pivotal was, moment of this. Movie. Does that okay, maybe explain really his voice that... as like he was trying to do like the um, tell me where they are? I'm a Batman. Yeah, no, because he still does it after what now when they know who it is. Like he keeps is, up yeah. the voice. Like it's maybe, just maybe maybe it's his thing now. You know, it was it was thing. a choice. Oh, yeah. it, it was a choice. Uh I wrote Banner needs a fix, he's shaking. And they're a snap. <laughs> Bitter screwed you, Fury. Okay, no, and no, and that brings me back to what I made that point earlier. He's supposedly smart Hulk, and then that's literally dropped immediately mm-hmm. as he goes on a flipping rampage. I want no control. I want to point out positives as I as I call them. I'm not as I've said. I I'm not going to just do negatives. Um. Uh, yes, Eric. I think we can do that in just a, in a moment. Um, I want to I want to call out some some positives. Thank you. <laughs> I, I know. Well, it probably the sound would have carried through my computer, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, the Hulk Hulk out scene, I actually thought looked good. I actually did like the Hulk out scene. Um, it was actually I'm, a decent looking Hulk in general. Yeah, but I mean that's that one scene uh, is probably one of my favorite things of this movie. Is it? It looks like they were trying. Um, it, to me, it's like the one, po- the real, the one real positive of this movie is. Are you, what 
are you talking about the one where like it all kind of like fails basically and they start well where he's in the glass tube and then he like when banner goes nuts like i'm gonna do it now Mm -hmm. and he goes into the tube the second he goes into the tube and the mist comes in and we start seeing like the little shadows and stuff and then you see the hand hit right and betty's like wow that hand's really big (laughs) i think i like him and then right through Mm -hmm. like I I thought that's my that's my favorite part of this movie is that one scene. Um, I just want to point out a positive. I thought it was a good positive for me. You just like that because it basically is a ripoff of Spider Man with Tobey Maguire. We're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about that. But I love Gray Hulk, which it is technically later than that, so it probably is a rip at that point. Uh, it might. I think it actually is probably a rip off of it. it Um, and to John's point, I wrote music is very forgettable in this movie. (laughs) Yeah, it feels very borrowed from other things. It's just like, oh, okay. Yes. My favorite like moment. Ed- oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no. I was, was going to just... say, there's an espionage moment with the music right before he shoots, mm-hmm. like some sort of spy thriller, and I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. I, the I, music is completely forgettable. I don't remember that. Yeah, I, I was going to say, and and I, I wasn't trying to necessarily move us to the section. I was just maybe, no, no. not even trying to do a super burn, but I was saying my favorite part were like the. uh the credits actually i thought the animation at that moment kind of when it yeah. did the pop out and that style uh-huh. i thought that was really cool i was like I oh like, I like this. It was like, brian hitch's artwork yeah. is why I like <laughs> it was brian hitch it was his artwork which i know uh, they didn't pay him for right well i mean That's but you know what so good. but you know what brian hitch didn't do in his design i went back and looked at my books i pulled out the right. trades because i wanted to check right. and see if i missed why is the helicarrier so impractical the one shot we see the helicarrier in the area in the air, it's like this bathtub with like these four little propellers. And it doesn't look that bad <laughs> in the book. It is the most impractical thing. And Brian Hitch designed something cool in the book. And then it, why did this exist? I don't know. Did you guys capture the weird moment where like that I think one of the carriers lands and the back gate opens and like it's a very CGI looking yes. gate mm-hmm. and like this weird yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, gate down and you're like whoa that looked like it felt like a video like old video games where like yeah. it's kind of only like the the certain part <laughs> yes it was yes really weird. um aliens straight up vaporizing people are like all right we're mm-hmm. going for that like PG thirteen view aliens doing stuff but your design suck so why does the alien design look so bad aliens but, were horribly designed and gray yeah. like why yeah. why gray like why be like let's just give no features to this thing and then just create a gray blob mm-hmm. <laughs> because that's yeah. all they are they're just a stand-in for something yeah they're just a generic piece of garbage <laughs> oh we gotta kill us it's killing us oh kill it yeah <laughs> I, I did write that um, back to the Banner whiny factor of the day. I did write Hulk sounds better than Banner. It is also a different voice actor doing yes, Hulk, but he sounds better. Um, actually, the uh, guy who played it's Fred, um, and I can't remember his last name. He has been doing Hulk for years and almost anything animated. It's always the same. You're going to see him next week and the week after you're going to be hearing um, this guy quite a bit. Um, are, are the aliens Cree? No, they're the Chitari. Oh. Yeah, the Chitari. Yeah. Um, this this is actually, if my memory serves me, this is the first time we really ever see the Chitari, right, John? Is in Yeah, Ultimate this predates. This, I don't think they predates. existed. They existed in Ultimate comic books before they ever appeared on the big screen, right. so. Right, but I mean, like, I think the Ultimates was where they were created, right? 
Yes, I don't that's remember where, I'm pretty sure. The, yeah, if they're mm -hmm. not, then they were like a one-time thing way back when, but I'm pretty sure the Ultimate Comics created them. Um, And then I'm like, well, what do you know? The Avengers are going to reform after everyone had quit, but we get a cool alien baseball. <laughs> uh, and I don't remember who it was, but I just remember like someone, it might have been Hank, where like an alien's like flying at them and they swing and hit it. Oh, I know what it was. It's after they go, the aliens are made of vibranium. And someone's like, <laughs> really? Let me take this. Whack! And <laughs> launch it into an alien ship. Uh, people flying through the air had some of the weirdest landings. Or yeah. like, people had the weirdest reactions to the world around them. Mm -hmm. Like Things would just be crumbling and falling and landing next to people. And they were like, eh. Yep. <laughs> and they wouldn't and move. They wouldn't change. Again, they didn't want to it's the everyday occurrence. They just, it just happens. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they already live in a totalitarian state. Yeah. And and then we get to Deus Ex Machina, like immediately, right? Like in the middle of this fight, all of a sudden, how are we going to do this? I know. Let's have a god show up and save the day. <laughs> Literal. I mean, the only thing missing is him coming out of a flying machine. Is the only like thing this, we're missing. This uh, <laughs> this is going to be such a common mechanism. We should call it Deus like Marvel or something like that. <laughs> I like that. I like that. We actually should. Uh, because but, let's be but, honest, half the Marvel movies end like that that I've seen. Like they're just yes. like, hey, cool, someone saved us. <laughs> this does bring in a common point. hero trope. Yeah, common hero trope. I mean, that's uh, this that's does... a hero, right? That's they are literally a god from the sky. <laughs> Yeah, this does bring in a fun moment for a funny moment for me. Like when Thor comes in, I just love the line, "Who's the chick with the hammer?" And I wrote, I wrote, I, I write, I think Tony wants to fuck Thor. <laughs> Let's be honest, I think they have fucked. <laughs> yes, Adam Ray even did um, realize. It. I think Tony goes all directions he can. <laughs> yeah. And then, so Thor comes in. I don't know if you guys noticed it, but Thor comes into the movie. He does his like lightning bolt. Who's the chick with the hammer? And then all of a sudden, aliens are done. And it's mm -hmm. like Hulk now take on Avengers. Let's just do a Hulk fight because we can. Like, why, why did we? Right. But but then we get like we gotta fill this hour somehow. <laughs> yeah. And then you get to like, oh, the wasp made Hulk cry. Fuck. Hulk picked up Thor's hammer. Yes. Hulk jump on giant man tummy and try to squeeze throat. Moral of the story: Don't jam needles in Hulk. <laughs> that's those. That's like all. That's my notes verbatim what I wrote for that Hulk. That's the fight scene at the end of the movie. Like we make Hulk cry. Hulk get pissed. Hulk pick up hammer. Hulk beat the shit out of giant man, which is a cool fight. I would love to see that in actual MCU. Totally watch that. Um, and then don't jam needles at him. <laughs> I have a feeling we too, we might see it too when we get to World War Hulk, because that's totally mm -hmm. coming. Um, and then we just get back to like all this weird, this weird stuff. However, did you notice Hulk gave Steve a shiner? The end of the movie, Steve's got a shiner. No, I didn't see that. Yep. <laughs> um, Makes sense. Steve got the hell beat out of him. Yes, he did. And then we go. Like, to, like, I love how, like, when, like, when they seem like beat up, it's like their suits are just like floppy spandex. Yeah. <laughs> Even Iron Man's suit it's is true. like that too. You're like, you're like, so is it protection or no? <laughs> right. Um, and then we get to the obligatory sh shawarma scene. Yeah. We're having a meal, and for some reason, Thor just carries a keg around as guardian ale. 
Like, I think that like, was the moment when it's like got a brand. So many he's got a brand. Like yeah. trying to connect all these. Yeah, but that's what that's what I was saying earlier. It's like it's all hacked up plot lines. Like it's oh, meant yeah. to be like a, a wrong running soap opera that just, you know. Yes. It feels like it feels like a pilot for like a a series. Like that's a, two a good segue into ultimate avengers 2 in just a moment um audio listeners uh, we will be right back after a quick word from our sponsor advertising content not found welcome back to off the reels Um, we were just talking about ultimate avengers and how much john and eric love it and they'll be watching it every day for the rest of their life annual tradition (laughs) (laughs) Just wait. Like, I cannot wait for Roger Corman's Fantastic Four. I'm just going to put it there. I can't wait. Um, So, as I mentioned earlier, I watched the other three movies on this block, so you didn't have to. Um, I did. We saw the trailers for them. Hmm. So, real quick, Ultimate Avengers 2, based on that trailer, what do you think this movie's about? And I'm going to tell you if you're right or wrong. Considering that it was, the framing was so terrible, I don't know. Um, the team finds a new enemy. Yeah, I'm going to say Black Panther is the enemy similar to how he was in what was that? Civil War? Civil no. War. Civil War, yeah. Right. Um, so I think that we're going to see Black Panther be an enemy, but then ultimately they all come together to face the ultimate enemy, which is those gray blobs of an alien. <laughs> You are the closest, kind of. You're actually kind of pretty close. So um, Ultimate Avengers 2, 2006, same year as the other one. Um, You had mentioned a minute ago that you thought it feels like this is setting up. Well, it does. It sets up the the Chitauri come after the Wakandans because the Wakandans Mm -hmm. got them some vibranium. Yeah, they want that Um, vibranium, baby. They love that vibranium. And I... I... (laughs) The movie starts off so fucking bad. Like, <laughs> I mean, what did fights... you expect? Did you expect like a drastic change? It was released like, six know. months later, wasn't it? I don't know what I expected, but in the first damn scene, I write, "What the fuck? <laughs> Panther can morph into like a panther because he like his into face what? turns into an actual panther." What? Like they actually morph his face into a panther, and that's apparently something he can do. I'm like, I don't understand. And then we get to like the Lion King moment where Panther goes off a cliff with the Nazi fuck from the first movie. The Nazi fuck who gets killed on the rocket with Steve when Steve goes into the water. That guy comes back. He's the villain of the movie. And he goes off a cliff with um T'Challa's father. And to tell his father dies, and then Nazi fuck gets up and walks away, and it's like, boom! Here's the opening credits. It's cool. Um, the only cool thing, kind of, about this movie is we see Hydra agents dressed like they're supposed to in the comics, and it's it's kind of rad. But then we get to Steve's introduction. How do they dress in the comics? Um, it's a green outfit with like these bug eye cockles, and mm-hmm. like the and like yeah, the yellow Hydra symbol, and like um, there's some lining. That's like yellow on it. It's Didn't very they try weird. to do that in the uh, in the no the first in the, adventure. No, in the movie, it's um it's like a black outfit in mm-hmm. the in Captain America: The First Avenger. You're okay. I mean, it Sorry. would be a really weird outfit to see in the thing and um in live action, but yeah, 
it was cool to see it in animation. You don't see it very often. But then we get to Steve and Nat, and they are totally fucking Steve and Nat are a thing. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. No. Oh yeah. So no They're, more Janet. <laughs> no more Janet. Damn it, Janet. Um, work proximity, work proximity relationship. That is what Steve and Nat have. Yeah. So then we get to the strange part of this movie. We cut to Banner, who's still a whiny little bitch. And this doctor comes in to talk to him. And I'm like watching it. I'm like, God, this doctor sounds familiar. I'm like, that sounds like Mark Hamill. No. Mark Hamill's a doctor. And then we go through, and then there's another little scene with the doctor. And I'm like, that is totally Mark Hamill. And I look it up, and yes, it's Mark Hamill. And that's it. That's the same. You get Mark Hamill for like four lines. And he's just a douche doctor. He doesn't go anywhere. It's just Mark Hamill. How much did they pay for that? continuation of the first movie. <laughs> I don't know how much they paid him for it, but it's, it's just weird. a continuation. And then they're like, it is kind of a continuation. And then they're, Bad plot. they're, pu- their punishment to Banner for what he did in the first movie is forcing him to kind of sit there and watch TV monitors of all the bad shit Hulk's done. Like out of um, <laughs> Clockwork Orange, it's just like watch yourself. That's his punishment. Jesus. Um, so it's it's very it's very very weird. Panther comes in, attacks. Um, blah blah blah. Fight fight fight. And then we're like, oh, he's actually you know Panther's not a bad guy, and he's there because Steve had worked with T'Challa's father and knew the Chitari and he's like, oh, help us stop the Chitari. And Steve's or Steve's like, well, we can't. We can't stop them. And so then we just go on. And then to Eric's point, I'm like, I'm like got all my notes. I'm like, they're still pulling shit out of their stomachs. Are they part kangaroo? <laughs> I'm just very confused. <laughs> like, what's going on? Then we get to like Odin and Odin is pissed. We just hear his voice because Thor's just praying constantly. Why, why are we back with Odin? Because Thor just prays, and then it's just Odin's like voices there. It's very weird. It it's out of nowhere. It just pops up in the movie. Did we, um, did we see Odin in the first movie? Nope, Odin okay. not in the first no. movie. Double check. Just double check. No. Um, aliens have like they're on like mech suits, like these mech things. That's like very out of War of the Worlds. That start attacking, but the rest of the world isn't like paying attention. They're just walking around. It's very confusing. Um, we do at least get to war, um, Iron Man being like, I need some new armor. I'm going to use the War Machine armor. Mm-hmm. So we get like War Machine. And then as we're fighting, the, I mean, it, it jumps quick to the, uh, this movie at least has decent pacing. I'll give it that because it jumps quick to that final fight. And we get to Betty wearing this like Ghostbusters proton pack thing that she can <laughs> shoot at the alien vibranium that makes it crumble. It's very weird. And when then all of us, that? I don't know either. You tell me. It's the like magic bag like, of Tony Stark tricks. <laughs> yeah, they're like experimenting on vibranium in like a tiny little scene. And then all of a sudden, Stark's like, Remember, we created this thing. And Betty's like, Oh, yeah, let me go get it. Um, so it's very weird. Um, then they get to like, we're going to kill off Banner. And so they like get rid of Banner. Or did they? Did they? But we see they, they do this like fake out scene. That's kind of weird. Um, but then we get to uh, we get to an interesting thing. Giant man. He's like in giant form trying to like make himself bigger. 
and mm-hmm. Janet's a weird scene where she's like right by his crotch and it's one of those weird ass shots of hers but she's like by his crotch she's like keep getting bigger keep getting bigger and he's like I can't do it Janet and then someone else in the scene's like oh mm. his heart's gonna give I know it's very weird they knew what they were doing right sure oh yeah okay. they had yeah. known and then it's like oh he's getting too big let's shrink him down and then <laughs> he gets pissed and it's the closest we get to him hitting Janet we don't he never hits Janet in this yeah. But it's the closest where, like, it's implying that they are in an abusive relationship. Um, yeah. But then we get, like, he shrinks down to Ant-Man form, finally, in this final fight. And he's riding on War Machine's shoulder inside of the... You know, War Machine's got, like, that missile launcher on his shoulder? Yeah. So Ant-Man is riding inside of the missile launcher, and Tony's, like... It's going to get loud. And he just starts launching missiles out of it. And I'm like, does he have hearing anymore? Like, how is he not? What's going on? And then we get to Panther, another Panther fight. Panther, like Hulk, Panther's out again. It's really weird. Um, And then it's, they copy um, almost what happens in um, Avengers, the, the live action Avengers where Tony goes into space and then comes back down um, and like hurt. We have something very similar as how he stops the Chitari in this. Um, and then Thor, apparently his other power is he is God of defibrillators and he puts his hands on Tony and defibrillates <laughs> and Tony's like back. <laughs> and then the movie just ends. Oh my God. He's like, I'm awake. And then it's like credits. Um, it's about on par with the second one. I'm sorry, that's all I got to say on that. Um, Iron Man, what'd you think of the trailer? Oh, God, I'm going to be very brief on Iron Man. I hate this movie so much. Um, Invincible Iron Man, what'd you think of the trailer? Either one of you. It it was um, bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, it, well, to, to kind of read, restate the the viewing option of, of watching that too wasn't great but it would yes, it also, also yeah. it reminded me a lot in terms of kind of the first iron man movie in terms yeah. of like plot points especially like the cave stuff and, and things like that so mm. i mean is it kind of a how close is it um all right, so you're way off on the movie based on the trailer. <laughs> um, so Iron Man, this is 2007 again. Lionsgate. Um, they use the only thing that carries over from Ultimates is they use the same actor, but nothing else is the same. It's the same Iron Man voice. Um, same voices. Do other people come? No, up? just just Iron Man. Literally, it. Um, it has an 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 okay opening credit, and you get to this awkward. CG that's crap and it's basically the plot of the movie is they are going they found the Mandarin temple in China and Stark is going to use liquid metal to raise it up or sorry no sorry liquid steel to raise it up out of the ground um, and terrorist attack and they're like you can't do it you'll bring the Mandarin back Um, and they do it anyway Um, and of course bad shit happens um mandarin comes back they well they there's <laughs> these it's a statue of mandarin and then there's four columns 
or pillars around him, they bust open into these awful looking CG elementals that then are going out to look for the Mandarin's rings to bring the Mandarin back. So all that starts happening, and we just keep cutting the scenes with them getting the rings. While they're cutting the scenes with them getting the rings, Tony is being a womanizer douchebag, as Tony is. Um, Tony goes into like a board meeting. This is where it gets off, starts going off the rails. He goes into a board meeting, and the board's pissed at him. Because how dare he help the Chinese for free raise this temple? Hmm. And the board... This one guy on the board is trying to get Tony's father, who's still alive, to and everyone to vote Tony out of the board and fire him from the company. And Tony's like, I helped them for free so that they would give us massive contracts later. Here are the contracts. You're welcome. <laughs> Which apparently is enough. Making your company billions of dollars is enough to get you fired. So as, as it happens. Um, so he's fired. And then... Um, Rhodey, who was over there helping James Road War Machine, who was over there helping with um, the raising of the thing, he gets captured. This is where Tony then goes to help him. He gets captured, which goes to your scene that you were saying that like looks like it's the scene. Um, right. He builds the armor, and then they get they escape. Um, and of course, Tony's like falling in love with this woman who's over there, who's like very clearly like, oh, she's going to be the bad guy. We're not even hiding it, but she's misunderstood. Um, Tony and them leave and then Tony's like oh Jody this is just something I came up with on the fly and Rody's like oh cool All right, created on the fly that's great they get they land back um, in America and shields after them um, with no fury it's just shield agents coming after them because Tony's dad ratted him out to get him arrested by shield oh shit yeah so Tony finds like this very convoluted um, plot to get co- Tony back into his office where we find out that Tony is a massive hall of armor with like hundreds of Iron Man suits mm. and Rhodey's like what the fuck mm. like are you, you you lied to me I'm so sorry I lied to you <laughs> um, some fighting happens Tony goes no, out in a bad suit we fight no he's not what mad at him he's not sorry oh you're right he's not sorry um, we get to Tony goes out in like the stupid underwater armor, which has always looked awful in the comic books in any form. That like yellow suit with like the bubble over his head. He fights the elementals and gets his ass handed to him. And you're like, all right, cool. The last scene in this movie, which we're about to be at, Tony is going to wear this cool kick-ass armor because he's got a hall of armor. Massive. Right. He goes to fight the Mandarin in the fucking Mark I armor. Like, why would you go in the armor you built in a cave to fight the Mandarin, who, in the plot, the girl that he kind of fell in love with, she's the chosen one to become the Mandarin's new body. And so... Has he, has he like, lost access? Nope, he still has access to his Hall of Armor. Oh. So why does he go to this one? I don't know. <laughs> he goes to try to stop Mei Li, uh, or sorry, Li Mei, um, is it Lee May? I think it's Lee May. Um, I wrote her name down. Lee May. He goes to stop Lee May, and Lee May's like, No, I'm gonna go and help the Mandarin because I'm destined to do it, but I don't want to help him. Just don't go in the door. Right. You don't like him, don't go in the door. Why does this plot exist? <laughs> like, you don't want him to rise, yet you're gonna go raise the Mandarin. A dragon comes out, Tony shoots shit into his mouth, 
and then it like gets crystals in it. It's very bizarre. But then he fights. We get to the final fight in this movie. This is where I'm like my hatred of this movie kicks in. Lee May starts to get possessed by the Mandarin. And when they show her, she's just naked with mist over her. And I'm like, oh, look, mist covering her nipples. All right. I guess this is how you're going to like stop Tony is just go cock tease him. Um, He like tries to kind of fight, goes nowhere with it. And then it's like Lee May on the ground. And now her nipples and her pussy's covered in mud. And I'm like, <laughs> why are we showing this? This makes no sense. Why is she naked? And then she gets up and she's cleaned off, but then it's the mist around her. And I'm like, why is she naked? And then the final fight of the movie, as stupid as Martha is, um, it's <laughs> you are Lee May. You are Lee May. Remember, you are Lee May. That's the final fight. And then she just stops fighting. That's it. That's the final fight of the movie. Are you sure Chat GPT wasn't around back then to write this stuff? <laughs> it must have been. And then Tony like by he get the cuts back to uh I hear my note. Sorry, I scrolled down. I have to read this note that I wrote. Her nipples now have mud over them. Same with her ass and pussy. Cocked blocked by mud. That's that is my note that I wrote. Um uh, Makes me laugh still. Uh, then we go to Tony goes back to the board and he bought up all the stock without the company noticing and then fires the board. And he's like, I want my daddy to run the company. And so Ew. Tony gives the company back to his dad who had fired him and said, oh, that's also that's a thing I got to mention. When right before he, the final fight, Tony's going to get the armors. Yeah. And his, he calls his dad. I'm not, I don't remember exactly why he calls his dad. He calls his dad, and his dad's like, Tony, it's good to hear from you, son. Um, yeah, that's cool. You want to come on into the office? Absolutely. Come on into the office. And remember, son, I love you. And then Tony's like, My dad has never said, I love you. Something's wrong. <laughs> that's code in this movie. Like, don't come in here. It's, I love you. That's so sad. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, what's going on? So that movie's a piece of shit. Uh, don't watch that movie. It is awful. Um, Doctor Strange, it. it's just better. <laughs> um, I'm just going to say it's better. They fight Dormammu. The animation's significantly better. They don't use this weird CG stuff. Um, they even hint at other things that could come later. Is um, it like and better, it's but still bad? Or like truly like good now? I, I, well, I mean, none of them are. Well, that's not true. Next week's actually some better movies. Um, there's actually some really good. Well, there's a good one next week. Um, and there's, there's so there's two really good ones. This one is one like I would say if you got nothing else to do, if you're on an airplane, watch it. If you're on an airplane, <laughs> you can watch Doctor Strange and you're fine. Um, if you're cruising YouTube and you're like, I need something to do for an hour, you can watch it and you're fine. Um, I don't regret it. I would totally watch it again. Like I'm not, I'm not watching Iron Man again. Fuck that movie. Um, <laughs> it's infuriating. But this one, it's Mordu and Dormammu, and it's just them trying to do like some Harry Potter, Avatar, The Last Airbender stuff. Feels very anime-ish. Mm. Um, it, it flowed. I didn't notice any major plot holes in it. So it was kind of it was kind of fun. Uh, I, I dug that one. Um, so on that list of my rankings for those are, I told you, <clears throat> one of them is number three. I, the Ultimates is number three in my list. 
Um, number one so far, the five movies I've watched is Doctor Strange. Again, Makes I've only sense. got I've only Makes got sense. five yeah. movies. So, at the end of this, I can promise you, it will be number five is Invincible Iron Man. If number five is Invincible Iron Man, you are right. So number three, I already told you was Avengers, um, Ultimate Avengers. What do you think number four is? Ultimate Avengers two. Yeah, you are correct. And right. then number right. two is a movie for next week. As of this moment, it can ah, shift and change okay. as I watch the others. Um, I'm not saying it's a good movie. I'm just saying it's better than Comparatively. Ultimate Avengers. Yeah, right, but. Uh, definitely by the end of this, my top five will be MCU movies unless something changes. Um, can we? I like the MCU. Can we? Can we go ahead and say what next week is? I would love to say what next week is. Next week is, is it, going to be. If we, if we're right, viewers, this is your number two. Um, this is in no particular order, and I'm not going to tell you which one of these I've watched yet, so you won't know what the number two is. But number two right now is in this. <laughs> Um, keep in mind, I've only watched one of these four. So um, we've got um, Next Avengers Heroes of Tomorrow, which is another direct um, to DVD. And you'll need to watch that on YouTube. Hulk Versus, that is on YouTube. That is the one for the two of you to watch. Um, Hulk Versus, it's two little vignettes. It is Hulk versus Wolverine and Hulk versus Thor. They're probably 20 minutes each. Do they tie um, to each other? tangentially <laughs> but hulk versus wolverine hulk versus wolverine is great i love that one um this is actually a really good one it'll probably be my number one of, of once these four are added in um thor tales of asgard which you can see on youtube um and then there is marvel rising secret warriors which is available on disney plus to watch and that one is um, they were trying to do this little experiment where they were going to do like hero, like all female little shorts or newer characters. So it's all about American Chavez and um, like Squirrel Girl and Quake. So um, it's a fun one. Um, it's fun. It's on Disney Plus. It's one of the few of these that we can watch. So that's uh, that is that. So um, with next week's stuff in um, in mind, what all that. Um, <clears throat> Who wants to do a pitch of something they've watched this week? Who wants to pitch something they've watched? Something they enjoyed, that they liked, they think we should, uh, everyone else should watch. John, do you I got anything? Pitch, I, I could pitch a bad one. Um, I decided well, don't, to Don't pitch watch. something you don't want people to watch, but something <laughs> that you actually like. Well, you can, like you can shit on like something if you want. But... A trigger warning. Um, <laughs> All right. I'm just saying, like, I, I, okay, so there's a Martin Freeman show called Breeders where it's all about him having kids. And I'm hoping uh -huh. it gets funnier because the first episode I watched is like, you're the shittiest parent I've ever seen. How is this supposed <laughs> to be funny? It, it was very, very, like, my wife called it triggering. It said it gave it her anxiety. Now, on a positive mm -hmm. note, I finished, finally finished watching the third season of What We Do in Shadows. That whole mm -hmm. thing is amazing. So yeah, it's a great I highly show. recommend that. So there's my positive. Well, there we on go. Top of the, I'm going to watch yeah. some more breeders. I'm hoping it gets better because that pilot was very traumatizing in a weird all way. Right, all right. So all right. that's, that's me. recommendation is um, what we do in shadows. 
There you go. Yeah, no, he watched was... that. No, no. Yeah. Well, well, don't, yeah. well, don't watch. He, don't yeah, he watch was saying Breeders. don't watch the other. Don't watch Breeders. I might okay. come back and recommend it at a later date. Maybe it gets better. But after just one episode, I'm like, all right, Ugh. all right. All right. Um, Eric, do you have anything you want to recommend? Oh, what are we watching? Um, no. <laughs> all right, all right, that's fine. That's yeah, fine. I mean nothing, nothing really. Stri- you know what? Actually, I saw this this pretty great movie. It doesn't um, even have to be something you watch this week. If you just want to recommend something that you enjoy, something that you like. Well, I mean, I would definitely recommend what we do in the shadows too. Uh, but I, I, you know, to try to be somewhat recent in terms of something I saw recently, you know, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll pass along. Um, a great movie. Uh, something I hadn't watched for a while that I had I had not been able to see. Uh, John Wick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, was that right? Was that it? <laughs> it yeah, you are. It, it lives up to the hype. It, it, does. it lived up to the hype. Um it was it it is a very baseline story, but you know what? I felt every emotion with him and I would have probably done the same. Nice. Um, so no, it was a good fun movie. I need to watch two or three. You uh, got three days. days. You got three days to watch that. <laughs> Uh, get on that, that shit. Um, yeah. uh, did you see real fast? Did you see the trailer for Secession season four? No, no, I didn't I, see that. I, fuck, I fucking called it. I knew who. I knew who told Logan that trailer confirms it. Oh yeah, it all it all but confirms it. Oh yeah, hmm. I was I was spot on on that one. Um, so watch the trailer; it's really good. Uh, yeah. Oh, March twenty sixth is when it comes back. So oh, Succession. We can have a whole. Yeah, we can have a whole breakout on Secession Watch. Um, I will say for myself, we um, this isn't the thing I'm going to recommend, but I want to point out because how John mentioned the Breeders thing. We're, we started Night Court. Um, oh, yeah. It suffers pilot syndrome, just like most pilots do, but it has been getting better each episode, so I'm enjoying it, and I okay. like the old Night Court. But my thing I want to say, I we started it last night. Um, we needed a comedy. And there's a show on Peacock called Paul T. Goldman. And it is about this guy who is his name is Paul T. Goldman. He wrote a book called Duplicity and he wanted to turn it into a movie, but they turned it into a TV show. And he's like, I'll let's I'll do it, but I want to star in it and I want to reenact all the scenes of my life playing myself and we get actors to come in and play the other characters and this guy should never be on film <laughs> so it's so bad and they cut to like the director be like paul paul we uh we need to do the same correct can you stop smiling can you stop smiling paul <laughs> oh sorry sorry <laughs> and it's like lots of things like that but the thing that got me the the, the basic premise of this show is um he had some fucked up marriages and one of his marriages is so unbelievable it's what kind of sparks this book of just the crazy stuff that happens but in it in the in an episode we've done two episodes so i'll I'll just say in the second episode slight spoiler i apologize but i'm going to say it anyway they um he's they do do a scene and the director's like paul can we can we try it like it really was in real life can we do it more serious like we did in the audition and he's like, yeah, sure, sure. So they cut to the audition. We see the different actresses auditioning for the role. 
And then Paul at one point in time looks at one of the actresses like, yeah, you're playing my ex-wife. She's right over there. And the camera pans and his ex-wife is there. And she's watching this scene of them getting a divorce. And then he's like, do you want to act it out with me? And she's like, sure. So then they go and reenact their divorce. It's very bizarre. Oh, oh my God. But, but we're watching it in bed. And Rachel's like, this show feels like Tiger King. I just have to keep watching it. Like, I just don't know what to expect. So it's it's really good. I, I, so far, the first two episodes, um, the 30-minute episodes, it's very bizarre. But uh, Paul T. Goldman, that's the name of it. It's on Peacock. I definitely would recommend it. Yeah, uh, I feel like I may have seen a trailer for them. Yeah, it's Ooh. it's very good. <laughs> well, it's very funny um, in a weird, awkward sense. Um, and then last but not least, um, everyone, as we, we've run long because of the news, but that's my fault. Um, I'm a talker, as you all know. Eric, your assignment to me was to do a top 10 of Marvel animated cartoons and what I thought the best, uh, the top 10 animated cartoons were. So, um, do you want, does either of you want to take a guess on what I think the, on my number 10 would be? You're not going to guess all four, but if you want to guess number 10, what you think? Animated Marvel cartoons. We're talking in line of like the 1994 Spider Man cartoon, X Men 97. Like that type of stuff. Oh, so the shows exist or are valid game too, not the not just the movies. No, we're not talking none of these are movies. These are actually just the cartoons, like the Saturday morning cartoons. Mm. Uh, what do you think my number two number one no, number number one Spider Man, right? What do you think number ten is? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm doing it my way. My way. Number ten. Anyone, anyone? I will say you're close with the character. There's a Spider-Man. Is it Ultimate Spider-Man? No, no, no. That didn't even make my list. Okay. I don't know, just no, tell I, me. I'm trying to think of. The, I'm trying to think of these. I, I can't even think of. It's from the eighties. Think of ten. Oh, is it Spider-Man it's friends? Yeah, it's Spider-Man and his amazing friends, <laughs> where they created a character <laughs> called Firestar and they brought in Iceman. Oh, jeez. Uh, and uh, yeah, so Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Um, I'm going to jump a couple of these because it, it would take forever for people to guess these. My number nine is Iron Man 94. It was the Marvel, I think, Super Action Hour or something like that. It was an Iron Man cartoon. Um, number eight, Fantastic Four 94. It tied in with that Iron Man. Um, number seven is Spider-Man 94, John. Um, okay. that Spider-Man cartoon. Number six is the Incredible Hulk cartoon from 96. Actually, enjoyable. I enjoyed it. Um, <clears throat> number five. Anyone want to take a guess on number five? X-Men. Uh, ooh, which X-Men? Uh, the only one I ever watched was from the 90s. 97 the other one. Um, Eric, do you know any X-Men cartoons? I'm same as John. I only know the ones from the 90s. Uh, number five, X-Men Evolution. Um, it was a CW or WB kids WB, and I think, I think the final season might have been on CW. It was basically let's the X Men movies had come out. Let's make them like gritty. Let's put them in high school, and they're all going. All the villains and the heroes are going to high school together. But yeah, that's it starts gritty. off weird, but by the end of it, when they get to like apocalypse, it was really good. They actually it felt like the comics. Um, you just have to get past that first little season. Um, Number four, 
um you already said it x-men 97 you can't go wrong with x-men 97 um number three um you want to take a you want to take a guess it is an x-men one no you can just tell one us season wolverine and the x-men um, okay <laughs> basic concept was xavier's dead and wolverine's got to reform the x-men that was a pretty good show. Uh, number two, Spectacular Spider-Man. I highly recommend this to anyone. It is on Disney+. Plus. They just added it to Disney+. Plus. Two seasons, 13 episodes each. The best Spider-Man cartoon around. It's the perfect iteration of Spider-Man. Um, number one. You want to take, Anyone want to take a guess at number one? At least get... If you can at least get kind of close to it, I'll give you credit. It's not a Spider-Man or an X-Men. I'll give you that. It's your clue. No, no, neither. Bueller, Bueller. Eric, what do you think? Anything? You want to take a guess? Is it like a Punisher or Ghost Rider thing? No, they don't have cartoons, oddly enough. They, they would be cartoons. good cartoons. They would be good cartoons. No, I can't think They've of appeared in others. Um, it is an Avengers cartoon. Um, you can watch it on Disney Plus. Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes. It is um very good, very comic book accurate. Um <laughs> Decent animation. Um, really enjoy it. Uh, Peter Petrelli's brother, Nathan Petrelli, plays Tony Stark, and it's actually a really good impersonation of um, Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> they tried to like imitate that. Are these on the list? No, because these are TV shows. These are just why would? But we have other TV shows on there. Why would they not be part of the list? Because these aren't. In, these don't connect to the MCU in any way. Mm. The TV shows that are on there are only things that connect to the MCU. So, really, I didn't um, realize I, some of those connected. <laughs> well, well, this again, this list, none of these connect. But if we're looking at like um, the Disney Plus shows, those connect to the MCU. Um, technically, the Netflix shows. Yeah, but the connect. Ultimate Adventures didn't. No, oh, uh, about the movie we watched today in review. Yeah, yeah, no that 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 connects to the list because it's a Marvel movie. Those are movies. These are TV shows. I was just ranking the animated TV shows. Uh, okay, fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, you want me? Uh, what do you want me to rank next week? It can be anything. It doesn't have to be Marvel. John, you want to pick? I don't know why you chose um, this one, but you did. Hmm. John, it can be anything. All right, top ten. All right, top ten MCU female badasses. All right, I can get behind. I can get behind that and not feel like we're Empower- going down a dark road that we shouldn't do. Yeah, female empowerment, all for it. In fact, we love female characters. We think they're awesome. And I like to see more of them, not just because they're attractive, but because they're actually just as good as the males. So, And, and there it is, folks. Not <laughs> just because they're attractive. I want to point that out there. They're, um, I would like just to say equally awesome. that my can I just say, as you're going to find out much later down in the future when we get to the MCU stuff, which we will get to, um, one of my favorite shows as of this moment is a character that is female, and I like her because it's a cool character. <laughs> just want to throw that out there to save my own bacon um, in this moment. Um, but I get where John is coming from, um, and I get what he meant. So uh, anyway, uh, yes, I will do top 10 most badass females in the MCU. Um, that's actually going to be a tough one. I don't know. I, okay, I need you to define badass real quick. Are we talking about fighting prowess? 
like I don't want to get in a all fight around. with her or ass. she's all just like <laughs> No, no, no. All, all around, all I'm not around, going that way. <laughs> all around strong characters who can hold their own. So, well, uh, so, but that's what I mean. Like the hold their own. I mean, could we? Could in theory, Betty Ross be on there? Yes. Okay, that's that's where I'm. Okay. You can even qualify okay. this as like badass in the real world kind of scenario where like the character is superior. She's a boss. Yes. Yes. The, the female the MCU female bosses. Yes. Yeah. I got you. All right. Yeah. I can I can do that list. That's gonna be tough though, but I can do that list. It's gonna be very subjective just because there's so many. I'm, I'm sure I'm gonna forget some. Um all right, I like that. I, I can I can handle that. Um all right. So that's it, ladies and gentlemen, viewers of all ages who happen to be over 18, because this is explicit language. <laughs> And if you uh, have let your under eighteen year old, <laughs> if you have listened your let your under eighteen year old on here, no, we scold you the way we scolded those kids on GTA back in the day who definitely didn't belong on there. That is truth. That is truth. Um, you'll find us next week, same podcast time, possibly same podcast channel. Uh, it might uh, heads up. It might be a little bit late next week just because some stuff going on. Um, we will do our best. Um, we will watch um, Hulk versus, and it'll be a lot of fun. Um, and I won't pick as many news things, but it was just a crazy news week, and I felt that there were no, some stories that should be should good. be done. Um, John, where can people find you if they want to like um, find you? I don't mean location, obviously. Yeah, but, yeah, you know. yeah. Um, if you want to, you can find me on Twitter at arching with a phd that's all one word or you can find me at esoteric underscore by underscore design at instagram awesome awesome where can people find you uh mr eric uh linkedin <laughs> <laughs> i think he means letterboxd <laughs> letterboxd as well yeah uh, uh, what 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 was your uh, name again? Uh, and maybe Northern Virginia. <laughs> uh, you, you, you can you can find uh, Mr. Eric at his letterbox at Eckley, um, E K L Y, um, and we're gonna get him on Twitter. You have you have a Twitter? No, I deactivated it. Did you oh, really? Baby. Yeah, I know you deactivated. I know you deactivated the Facebook. I didn't know you deactivated the. All right, we're gonna get him back on Twitter, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna get back. You fuck? can find me. <laughs> Hell no. you, can, you can find me on Twitter until Twitter crashes and burns at um, Vash underscore Maxwell. Um, so truth follow social. me for <laughs> no, yeah, truth social. Uh, you can find me over um, at, at the Twitters um, Vash underscore Maxwell. You can actually find me at Hive. Uh, I don't even remember my hive name. I should remember it. Um, two seconds, I can tell you my hive name. You can find uh, me on MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> with Tom. Find you with Tom. I am, uh, yeah. I am Just hive Tom. as a... Um, I'm one of his friends, I promise. <laughs> I, I should be able to remember this. On Hive, I'm just Casey Franklin. Uh, I was able to get my name, uh, which is nice. So you can find me at Hive there and follow my random musings as we go along. So um, until next time, everybody, um, this has been Off the Rails. Peace out. Later.